You are now listening to the Keys and Anklets podcast, your one-stop source for frank and honest information about the hot wife and cuckold lifestyles. You can find this episode on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher Radio, or you can head to www.keysandanklets.com and subscribe right from the website. Now, let's get to the good stuff with the host who separates fact from fiction, Michael C. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Michael C., back with another episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast. And on this podcast, my goal is to separate fact from fiction as it pertains to the uh, cuckold lifestyle, hot wife lifestyle, stag vixen, and also some of the the interracial BBC lifestyle thrown in for good measure. Um, I like to try to give you a peek behind the curtain bring up topics that spark conversation, you know, between the various members of this community, various members in a particular dynamic, be it a wife and a husband, a wife and a bull, a bull and a couple, a husband and a bull, what have you, whatever combination can be there. I just like to spark conversation and get people talking about things that I see and things that I hear about. And what I want to talk to you about today, it's something that I've, I've been aware of for a long time. Um, but it seems to have come up more frequently um, in the past several months with people I've been encountering. And that is the concept of a wife and a couple entering into a serious relationship with a bull, almost like a boyfriend, like not just entitled, but just the way that they interact with each other. Um, can that work? And the short answer is yes, it, it can work. I've, I've seen it work. I know that it can work. Um, but I will say this. It's a, it's a very high-risk, high-reward type of situation. Um, high reward in a sense that when it works, it can be phenomenal. You know, it's, it's, it, it can be a beautiful thing when everyone is kind of having all of their, their boxes checked and they're, they're getting what they need to feel fulfilled. High risk in the sense that when they don't work, things usually can get ugly. Um, you know, uh, ugly, emotional, um, you know, uh, people getting hurt. And on the more extreme end, communication just breaking down and relationships ending. You know, it's something that I've seen happen. Um, it doesn't really get talked about very often because it's one of those things that I'm not going to say people want to keep their head buried in the sand about, but it's one of those things that no one really wants to, to acknowledge until it's, until it's happening to them. Um, so like I said, short answer, yes, it can work. One of the primary things that it requires is we always talk about how important uh, communication is in this lifestyle. 
and usually that, you know, we're talking about between a husband and wife and, you know, oftentimes between a wife and a bull. But when you're attempting to, you know, to enter that realm, um, and let's be honest, you know, some wives, you know, there are wives out there who they'd rather not have that deep level of emotional connection with their bull. They'd rather keep things more on a, you know, on a light level and just kind of purely physical and, you know, fun and uh, not complicated, whether it's with one bull or multiple bulls. Um, But then there's some wives that are just wired differently, you know, for them to, to really get into this, to really maximize what this lifestyle represents to them. They require that deep, you know, emotional connection. And also for the husbands, you know, there are some husbands out there. I'm sure there are some of you who the thought of your wife being emotionally involved with someone makes you nervous and understandably so. Um, But just as though there are, you know, husbands out there who are nervous and uncomfortable with this prospect, there are also those out there who are, who are excited about it, who are turned on by it, who, you know, who are drawn to that type of, of scenario, you know, seeing someone fall in love with their wife, seeing their wife uh, fall in love with someone else. You know, I've had numerous conversations with, with husbands over the past several months who are either in these types of situations or, you know, had been, you know, in these, in these types of situations. And, you know, there is something there, you know, for every person who says that they don't want it, there's somebody out there who does want it. And so that's why I kind of wanted to talk about it. You know, primarily, you know, like I said in the intro, just to get people talking about it, you know, and not just talking about it, but being honest with each other about it. I mean, I, f- I feel like that's one of those things where number one, the couple needs to be on the same page that it's what they both want. You know, it's, it's not going to work if she wants it and he doesn't, it's not going to work if he wants it and she doesn't like it, it has, it must be something that, that they both want. And I'm a firm believer in the idea that, before a couple even enters into that type of situation, uh, they need to what if it to death. And what I mean by that is throw all of those questions out there. You know, what if this, what if that, you know, what if he wants this? What if you want that? Not that those situations will ever arise, but to have those honest conversations with each other, about what your expectations are about, about where your head is and, 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 and to remind each other about what is important to you. Um, one of the things that, that I've noticed and, and, and some couples, you know, get it right away. Some couples stumble and realize it later on. And, you know, some couples don't until it's too late. 
And that is the amount of communication that is required by all three parties. You know, it takes such a heightened level of emotional maturity on everybody's part um, to be able to make something like this work. You know, um, emotional maturity in the sense that, you know, coming from the bull's perspective, no matter how close you get to her, no matter how deep your relationship gets with her, it's still not your typical boyfriend-girlfriend type arrangement. Normally, boyfriend-girlfriend type arrangement, you are each other's number one. You know, you are each other's number one. You know, you are her number one. She is your number one. And there's there's no gray area there. Um, but when you're in this type of dynamic, you know, when it's a husband, a wife, you know, and a bull, no matter how deep you get as the bull, you're not going to be her number one. She may be your number one in your mind because, you know, there might not be anybody else in your life holding that position. But you're not going to be, nor should you expect to be, nor should you be bothered by the fact that you are not, you know, her number one. Um, And I think that that if it's not rule number one, it should be. Uh, it should be right up there with, again, speaking on that level of emotional maturity that is required um, to make this work. And, you know, I'm going to talk about this primarily in, in, in the cuckold sense, because, yes, I, I do see it happening in, in, you know, hot wife couples, stag vixen couples, but I see it happening more with, with cuckold couples as far as entering this type of, of, of dynamic where the wife has this, this intense level type of connection in relationship with her bull. So the terms that you hear me talking and the points that you hear me bringing up, um, they're going to apply primarily to, to those types of cuckold couples. Not that some of it can apply you know, to couples on the other side, but when you hear me talk about it, you'll understand why. The most important person in these types of, and I'll refer to them as triads, uh, the most important person in these types of triads is the wife. And the reason why I say that it's the wife is she is the one having primary contact with, with both of the other parties, with her husband, of course, and with her bull, her lover, her partner, you know, whatever, you know, term you want to give him. Um, Because even though it's important for the bull, to me, it's important for the bull and her husband to have a really good relationship and really good communication, that's not always the case. It's one of those things that it's, it's beautiful when it's there, but it's not always there. Like these, 
dynamics do occur, you know, even if they don't have that type of relationship. But the wife is the constant, meaning she's always going to, obviously, she's always going to have a relationship with her husband, and she's the one having the relationship with the bull. And what I've noticed is, and this goes back to an earlier episode I did, um, it was a he said, she said episode that I did with, uh, with Scarlett, and we talked about her responsibility, the wife's responsibility, especially the wife's responsibility in a cuckold dynamic, is... She's the one holding all of the power. You know, that that power firmly rests in her hands. She's the the caretaker of of the relationship, so to speak. And for a lot of the husbands, you know, they they want to make her happy. You know, they want to do whatever they can to to make her happy. And it oftentimes falls to the wife to you know, to be careful with that power, you know, you almost have to micromanage your husband in the sense of constantly taking his temperature, constantly finding out where his head is, how he's feeling. Because sometimes he, you know, he might not say anything because one of the things that, that happens to, you know, husbands in the cuckold lifestyle is, there's this narrative out there that, you know, they're going to do, you know, their, their goddess is first and foremost. So they want to make her happy. So even if there's something that may make them feel uncomfortable, they're not always likely to just automatically speak up on it because they don't want to feel like they're not being a good cuck. As crazy as that may sound. Um, you know, they may feel that, oh, well, if I was a good cuck, I would go along with this or I would support her in this. So why do I have a problem with it? You know, and they and they internalize it and they don't they don't say anything. Um, you know, I recall. Having a conversation with someone and and they were telling me how, you know, their wife was seeing a bull and. I'd asked him, you know, had, had, have you ever met him? And, you know, his response was, was no. But yet, him, you know, the bull and his wife, they had seen each other multiple times and had developed this really strong connection with one another. And, you know, that kind of made the hair on the back of my neck stand up in the sense that she has to make that happen. You know, like she controls that. No one else really controls that but her. I mean, the husband can, you know, he can give his thoughts and his opinions on it, you know. But at the end of the day, you know, she's the one that has the power to make it happen. You know, to insist that it happens. Um, you know, you know, for any wife out there that's listening to this, ask yourself, you know, if... You were dealing with a guy and everything was going really well, but he was reluctant to meet your husband. What would you do in that scenario? Would you continue to see him even though your husband is not involved? And when I say husband involved, I don't mean participating in the actual sexual act. I don't mean, you know, sitting there watching you play and being present when you play. I'm just talking about meeting, getting to know and establishing 
you know, some type of, 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 you know, of friendship, some type of connection. Um, you know, I feel that if, if you're going to deal with a couple as a bull, especially when you get to this level, you should have both of their information in your phone. What I mean by that is you should be able to contact her. You should be able to contact him. And, you know, you, you never know what may come up, but you should, there should definitely be that contact there. And he should be able to contact you, um, you know, because it's that important. But she, she, she's the driving force behind that. She's the one that has the power, you know, to, you know, to make that happen. And, you know, that responsibility falls to her. And I know that this may make some, you know, some people uncomfortable and some people may say, well, it's on both of them. And yes, I agree. You know, it, 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 it does fall to both of them. You know, the husband can always, you know, speak up, but it, you know, it goes back to, you know, what I mentioned earlier about the power that she has in, in these types of dynamics, you know, um, being the one in charge. Um, you know, many of you know, I'm a, you know, a big sci-fi comic book person. And the thing that always keeps coming to mind, you know, uh, when I think about these situations, of course, is Spider-Man, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. And, you know, she's the one holding that power. And I've often, you know, and as I said in the previous episode, just because you have the power to do something doesn't mean that you should do it. Um, and so that, you know, the wife bears, you know, that responsibility. And if you're going to be a part of this, if you're going to enjoy the benefits that come from, you know, being the one in charge, whether it's strictly a, a, a cuckold dynamic or if it's a cuckold dynamic with, you know, with the FLR element added to it, then you also have to be willing to take on the responsibility that comes with that. And that responsibility is caring for your husband, um, you know, his mental well-being, you know, uh, you know, uh, dealing with uh, his insecurities that he may have. And most importantly, talking about him, making, making him feel like he's being listened to, making him feel like you hear him. Um, you know, that's what, that's what comes with being in that driver's seat. And if you're able to do all of those things, if you're able to have uh, that level of, of, of communication, then you definitely increase the likelihood that this type of dynamic, you know, can work. As I said, my point with this is to, to just get people talking about it. You know, if you're a husband and, you know, you, you, you think about your wife, you know, having this type of connection with someone. If you're a wife, if you desire to have this type of, of connection with someone, you know, then don't just listen to this episode with your partner. Like ask each other these questions, you know, could we handle that? Could we do that? Um, you know, is this, 
dynamic going to enhance what what we have? Um, you know, I feel like in the best scenarios, you know, there there are multiple you know relationships at play here. There is the relationship the wife has with her bull. There's the relationship the bull has with the couple. There's the relationship the bull has with the husband. You know, there are multiple things that are constantly at play to make these things work. And as I said, it's it's very high risk, very high reward because I've seen them work. And when they work, for those of you out there who are in these types of, of dynamics and you're making work, you know what I'm talking about. They are extremely rewarding because not only do you have the physical, you know, uh, excitement that you're looking for and satisfaction that you're looking for, but you also have that emotional component added to it. And you're, you're getting the best of both worlds. You know, you have this extremely supportive, you know, husband and you guys are on the same page. You have this, 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 you know, highly engaged, you know, lover, bull, partner, again, whatever term you want to give them, that is highly invested. You know, I know couples that, you know, they take vacations together. I know couples where, you know, uh, her bull has met their friends, has met their family. You know, he's become an integral part of their life. And that's beautiful when it works. When it works. And I just want people to think about what is required to make it work. Because it is work. It's worth it, but it's work. And, you know, far too often I see people that think they want this. They don't think it through. They find themselves in these situations and then problems arise because there was no forethought given to talking about it. Like I said, what if you're self to death when you're talking with your spouse about this, and this is something that you both want, look at it from as many different angles as you can, just to have that conversation. You know, uh, you know, how, how close do you want to get? How much do you want to integrate him into your you know, into your actual life? How close do you want him to be with your husband? What happens if you break up? How are you going to feel if he has other people that he sees? Do you want this to be a exclusive type of dynamic? Do you want to be, do you want him to be exclusive to you, but you're not exclusive to him? Like all of these things are worth talking about, you know, um, you know, are you going to go to functions together? Are you going to be comfortable with him going to functions without you? Are you going to go to functions without him? Talk about all of these things. What are the things that, that you must have? For some wives, that exclusivity component is, is very important. It's make or break for them. You know, they they wouldn't think of entering this type of dynamic with a bull who is not exclusive of to the, to them. And there's nothing wrong with that. If that's what you require to have this type of dynamic, 
then be honest about it. And if the guy is not willing to do that, again, be honest and say, okay, well, that's what I, I require. You know, um, but you, you got to have those conversations. You know, I mean, you have to have those kind of conversations first to, to get those things out there. And you have to be comfortable, you know, you have to be comfortable asking for what you want. And for the couple, you know, you have to be comfortable having that type of communication with each other. Oftentimes in this, like I said, you know, we talk about, you know, pretty much every couple that's been on my show. Whenever I ask them, you know, what would your advice be? They always talk about communication, how important communication is to making um you know, these types of, you know, even if it's just playing, how important communication is to making this lifestyle work. Well, when you enter these types of arrangements, when you start involving serious, real emotions, and I'm talking about love, like I know wives out there who they are in love with their bulls and their bulls are in love with them. Like that's, that's some serious shit. Like that's not something to be taken lightly. And so when you're, when we're talking about those types of dynamics, the amount of communication that's required, let me tell you, it's it's ratcheted up like it, it goes up even more. Again, like I said, high risk, high reward. And so that's all I wanted to do. I just want to get people talking about it, not necessarily in the broader sense of the community, but just the couples between each other. You know, you know, and for the wives, being that you hold so much power in this. You know, you, you've got to be the one at the forefront. You've got to be the one, you know, asking your husband, taking his temperature, seeing how he's feeling and listening to him. Even if he's being critical of you, you know, he's not being critical to hurt you. He's not being critical to not, you know, let you do what, what makes you happy. But you got to listen and you got to be able to take that criticism and say, OK, can I can I do it better? You know, uh, can can I understand where he's coming from instead of just, you know, uh, you know, discounting what he's saying? You know, so with 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 all of that being said, like I said, hopefully to spur some conversation, um, like I like I said, these these arrangements can work. And they're beautiful when they do. They really are. So if it's if it's something that you want, if it's something that you both aspire to, you can make it happen. Just understand the work that's required to do so. Understand how important it is to have those open, truthful conversations with each other and listen to each other. Because problems arise when we don't listen. And we've all been in those situations. We all want to be a better listener, you know, but sometimes we get in our own way, you know, and I'm as guilty of that as anyone. But I know how many people I've had conversations with over the years and you start to see the same things coming up 
whether it's somebody not feeling empowered to speak on something or someone not listening when someone brings something to their attention. So please talk to each other, listen to each other for the wives, understand the power that you have, understand the responsibility that comes with having that power and wield it intelligently, wield it with compassion, wield it with understanding. Because if you do that, I can assure you more often than not, you'll come out on the right side of this. So that's all I wanted to talk about today. Hopefully this episode out there, you know, helps some of you. Um, Hopefully it spurs some conversations um, that, you know, that people need to have, Um, you know, listen to it with each other, you know, uh, you know, listen to it with your, you know, with your bull, talk about it. One of the things that I'm that I'm I'm hoping to do is I would love to have uh, a couple on as guests who have this type of relationship. And I'd like to kind of do an episode with the three of them, the couple as well as their bull and, and talk about this to give people a peek behind that curtain of what is actually required to. To make these things work so that people are hearing it straight from the people who are walking this path. So hopefully that's something that I'll have for you down the line. If you're a couple listening to this who is in that type of dynamic and you would like to share, you know, uh, your story with the community because you feel like it can help, feel free to reach out to me. I would I would love to have you on to, to talk about this because I feel like it's that important. Um, so that's all I wanted to talk about today before I get out of here. I want to thank my listeners as always, my Patreon supporters. You're the, you're the guys that make this go. Uh, so from the bottom of my heart, thank you. I appreciate all of you. Um, for those of you who are not yet Patreon supporters, maybe this will be the episode that makes you say, you know what? I like what that Michael C guy is doing and I want to see him continue to, you know, put these messages out in the, in the community. Um, so with that being said, I'm your host, Michael C. Uh, this has been another episode of the keys and anklets podcast, and I will see you when I see you. Peace.